Alrighty, everybody. Good afternoon. Guru and Wiz, Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, holy macro, Wiz. I, I cannot believe we're in week 13 here. It's like, where did the season go? Uh, but nonetheless, we're here. Playoff spots being determined both in the NFL and in fantasy. Uh, most leagues do play a 14-game schedule. I know a lot of leagues that wear in, kind of jostling around for positions with, in one of our leagues, 11 or 12 teams still in contention, which is pretty wild. A little bit of parity in that league. Uh, and obviously a, a challenging situation with uh, with injuries out there and six teams on a bye. Wiz, how you doing? I'm doing well, yeah. I mean, maybe the NFL with scheduling should try and uh, uh, do these bye weeks for a little more... Um, you know, consideration of, of like, you know, fantasy football, considering how much fantasy football is involved uh, with the NFL. Everyone, is, you know, just, you know, the betting now and the fantasy football is such a major part of it. But all kidding aside, I mean, that's six teams off in week 13, which is obviously such a make or break week in terms of, you know, how you finish in there and, you know, whether you make the playoffs or not. It just seems, uh, a little strange that they had no bye weeks, uh, week twelve, and now six in week thirteen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember if they did that last year with it being the Thanksgiving week. So I'm I'm not really sure. But you know, look, uh, I, I'm going to be writing Roger Goodell another letter. I, I, I often do. Um, I haven't been heard just yet. Uh, I would like to say you know uh, full well that we've talked about this a lot on this podcast about. The quality of play on Thursday night football, and lo and behold, when teams are coming off nice and relaxed in a normal week, and you get seventy-six points scored on Thursday night, and aside from lousy refereeing, maybe the referees needed a bye week uh, in, in addition to the players. I'm not sure. Uh, way too many penalties called in that game on Thursday night, Wiz. But those players were certainly moving around the field in a crisp manner. And it was enjoyable to see that. And I hope the NFL and the NFL Players Association is paying close attention to that. Yeah, I'm not sure what could be done about it until the next collective bargaining agreement, which is not until 2030. Um, you know, I, well, I, let I, me I ask you a question, though. Am I wrong or right? No, no, I, I, I've, been, I've been with you as far as that is concerned. The, the issue is it was when, it, when this vote took place in 2020, it was a very, very close vote. It was like 1,019 to 959 against. And I remember a, a lot of the veterans, I, believe, I know for sure Rogers. Oh, yeah, I'm he was. Sure Brady, he, yeah. Brady and, and I think Drew Brees maybe like at the end of his last year. Um, they were all very much against that agreement. Uh, and, uh, you know, right now, I'm not sure really what can be done about it. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of money being made, uh, especially with the addition of the Amazon Prime. You know, yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to take that away, though. I, and I understand that. I understand the Black Friday. I understand all the thesis about that. But players need to be coming off of a normal rest before they play a football game on Thursday. All right, maybe you make the exception on Thanksgiving, which it happens for years in the NFL. But outside of that, there's got to be a way to craft a schedule where early in the season you have multiple doubleheaders on Monday nights and you make sure that teams are coming in rested once those bye weeks, you start to get to the bye weeks. But, you know, spouted enough about this, but I was impressed by the fact that 
those teams are moving in the right. And, and as you see the statistics, uh, well, Thursday night games in, included, but they're the, the, first of all, the amount of unders this year has been pretty staggering. That's a result of all these quarterback injuries that we've had. That's that's a and, and the league is in transition certainly. Uh, on top of that, with a lot of veteran guys moving on, but but, but on the um, primetime games, was I think it's something like eighty six or eighty seven percent of the games have been under thus far. If you look at Thursday, Monday, and Sunday, kind of crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of mitigating factors that have gone into that. Um, There's not a lot of great quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, there's just not. Um, And then you take away the injuries after that. It's it's just not going to leave for teams being able to score that many points. I mean, I just think it's as simple as that is. The quarterback plays the you know the, the the teams that have quarterbacks that you could count on. I think are probably under ten at this point, um, and uh, it, it's difficult. But you move on, and uh, you know I, I hope something can be done. I just three days is not enough recovery time for teams to play on Thursday. So um, I hope they figure out something to do with bye weeks and, and start a little bit later in the season or whether they, what they have to do. I wouldn't even be against um, teams getting two bye weeks instead of one. I think that could help as well a little bit. So we'll see how it plays out. But uh, it, it makes for a difficult product because these teams are now playing 17 games a year. Uh, with one by and then having to add in, you know, all of these teams having to play on Thursday night after only three days rest, um, it's it, it's tough, and you can see why these injuries have added up. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, so uh, that's enough of uh, us on a soapbox, but uh, we've been consistent in our messaging, and um, yeah, I, like I said, I I think it was refreshing to see what happened on Thursday, where we got a football game that uh, that actually looked a little bit uh, cleaner in terms of quality of play. But here we go. Yeah, let's get to the yeah, let's get to the gambling uh, wagering uh, aspect of it. Uh games and unders and overs first uh and then player props. I'll, I'll start off. I only have three games. I don't love any of these games. I would say I like these games. Um I'm going to start them off. I'm going to start off first with the Carolina Panthers plus 4 points against Tampa Bay. Um I like the players that attempt that Carolina is getting back for this game, Jeremy Chin, JC Horn. Um, and I, I think that Carolina can play a good game here and keep this game close. I'm going to take Carolina plus four. I'm also going to take the Cleveland Browns plus four. I know with Joe Flacco, but I, I think the Rams could be in trouble, you know, moving the ball. Um, and I think Cleveland can maybe be able to run the ball. I think the defensive line for Cleveland could overwhelm the Rams' offensive line a little bit. So I want to take the Browns plus four. But obviously I'm not loving betting on a game with Joe Flacco at quarterback, but I will take them plus four. And then I want to take the Jags on Monday night. I want to lay the eight and a half points. I don't think that they've priced the disparity yet between – Browning and Joe Burrow, and I just think these lines are a little off. Um, and eight and a half, I want to lay that number with the Jags. I think with the way the Jags are playing, um, I wouldn't be shocked if the Jags really blow Cincinnati out on Monday Night Football. So Carolina, the Browns, Jags for me. What say you? All right, well, it's very interesting. Uh, I have four games. Uh, two of them are the same. 
So uh, I'll stop with the uh, I'll start with the the one that you stopped with, um, and then that is that uh, Jacksonville Cincinnati game, and I completely agree with you. Plus the fact that that Browning's not even a hundred percent. Joe Mixon couldn't get anything going. They stacked the box against them. This is a good defense for the for the Jaguars, and I agree that disparity between the two players that are leading their teams right now. Uh, is problematic. Now, T. Higgins is coming back in this ball game, but I just have a feeling that they're going to run roughshod on them. Was that's, that's kind of my feeling. Uh, so I am with you on that. I am going with the Jaguars laying eight and a half. I with the same reasoning behind Carolina with getting some players back. Then you know when you make that change of coaching like they've done, sometimes that can kind of push a team uh, a little ahead of itself. And I think that's what we may see here. Uh, So I'm going to go with you as well with the Carolina Panthers plus four. Believe it or not, Wiz, I know you're going to call me crazy, but I just have the same feeling with – I have had nothing but bad things to say uh, about Brandon Staley as the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. They've got a lot of talent in this roster, and they don't win enough, and they got to travel across the country against Belichick. I know this is ugly. I know you thought last week that they were going to do something, but I'm taking the Pats, getting five and a half – against the Los Angeles Chargers. And the last game, Wiz, I'm going to be concerned here. The, the Bronco defense has turned things around, Wiz. 15 takeaways in their last four games. That is kind of remarkable considering what this team did early in the season when they played the Dolphins and gave up 70 points. Houston comes into the game. Stroud has turned the ball over a couple of times. Tank Dell's not 100%. No Dalton Schultz. Noah Brown's going to try to come back in this game. I, You know, again, Russell Wilson's playing... Very good football, very clean football. I like the running back, Javante Williams. P. Ryan's been chipping in as well. Uh, I'm taking the Broncos getting three points in a very important game with both of those teams at six and five. Uh, They're on the road, but I'm going to take the Broncos getting three points against the Texans. Yeah, it's funny. I ran ran to somebody today who listens to the podcast, and uh, he always likes to give me his games of the week. And he goes, I like one underdog that's going to win the game outright tomorrow. I said, lay it on me, and he goes, it's going to be the New England Patriots. So uh, there are people who uh, kind of feel the same way about the Chargers, and uh, I could, I could, I could certainly understand um, the reason to take the the Patriots in that game. So excellent. Um, let's get the player props, and uh, since I started off with the games, why don't you have uh, have us uh, hear your player props, and uh, are there any that you absolutely love this week? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's there's one. I'm doing a double play on the player uh, that I absolutely love. So that's that's the first thing. So I'm going to say that, and then I have three other ones that I'm uh, that I'm entertaining at the moment. So here here we go. Right. Um, I spoke about uh, Russell Wilson just now. So I'm going over one and a half touchdown passes for Russell Wilson. You're getting odds for that. I'm going to take Ramondre Stevenson with 22 and a half receiving yards. I'm taking the over there. I'm also taking the over. Look, there's no there's no Aaron Jones. AJ Dillon is an excellent receiving uh, running back. I'm guessing that they're going to be playing from behind in this game. Twelve and a half yards receiving for AJ Dillon. It seems way too low for me. I'm taking the over there. Um, I'm also going to take the over because I think they're going to move this player around a lot more. And I'm talking about. Bryce Young, I'm going to take the over 12 and a half rushing yards for Bryce Young. And lastly, Wiz, I'm playing a double duo, three and a half catches, 35 and a half yards, Joe Flacco to Elijah Moore. We've talked about it on this podcast. 
Elijah Moore and Joe Flacco were electric when they were together with the Jets uh, a couple of years back. And Amari Cooper's a little bit banged up. I know Tillman's starting to get involved here, and Juco's always catching the ball. But I'm going to go over three and a half catches and over 35 and a half yards. I love both of them. So two unit plays on both for Elijah Moore. Yeah, do a, do a same game parlay where you know you can take more over receptions and over receiving yards. I have those marked down on well, just on general principle because I just think he's got that relationship and rapport with Elijah Moore. Um, and I think uh, that's a good one as well. So I'll be joining you on that. I got to come back with Adam Thielen over five and a half. I mean, just what Pittman did last week, which is what I expected him to do. I think Thielen coming off a one catch for two yards game. I think they're going to try and rectify that. So I'm going to go Thielen over um, five and a half receptions. Uh, here are some others that I, that I really like. I like Christian Watson under three and a half receptions. Um, I think the type of balls that he throws to um, Christian Watson, these big plays, I don't think this is going to happen against Kansas City. Um, I think, I think, you know, they, they're going to put a good rush on Jordan Love um, as well as well as Snead, you know, probably covering him all over the field. So I want to take Christian Watson under three and a half receptions. I'm feeling good about that. Curtis Samuel looked by far and away the fastest player for the for the commanders last week. Um, I don't know, maybe just missing some games. He has live legs. I want to go Curtis Samuel over three and a half receptions. I'm feeling good about that one. And I want to play Najee Harris. Maybe the rumors and that Jalen Warren was going to take over to be the number one. I want to take I want to take Najee Harris over 13 and a half rushing attempts. I think the game script will be good. I think maybe Najee Harris has, you know, a little fire lit under him after the remarks that, you know, it's going to be Jalen Warren taking over. Maybe this is what he needs. So I'm really liking uh, Najee Harris over 13 and a half rushing attempts as well. Yeah, I think you want to pay attention to some weather forecasts uh, tomorrow. That's one of them is that Pittsburgh, Arizona game, uh, the jets at home against the Falcons. I think there's going to be some weather there. Same thing down in Washington with Miami, although that seems a little bit less likely and as well in new England with the Chargers going there. So just kind of pay attention to those weather forecasts. Uh, it's, it's more of the rain than wind variety, uh, but just something uh, worth, worth noting. Um, but yeah, look, this is hard, right? You know, I, I want to. I'm actually kind of keeping my eye on a couple of things with um, the Alave situation with New Orleans because kind of that kind of that can play out through the rest of fantasy play for guys like Kamara and Taysom Hill and how involved they are f- offensively. Uh, if Alave weren't to play, because already Rashid Shahid is out, uh, and what that means for some of those backup receivers like a guy like AJ At Perry or even Lynn Bowden Jr. who, who got involved last week. So kind of keeping an eye on a couple of injury situations that have not yet been uh, rectified. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. That's uh, waiting for the Olave news as well. All right, so that's it. That's a wrap. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. I want to wish everybody luck because I know there is some – Ten stuff going out there. Uh, Wiz, wait a minute. Hold on. We got Connor, who's a big listener. Didn't he have a couple of prop bets this week? We got to give him a little acknowledgement here. Oh, yeah. Jet fan. Uh, he listens to the podcast. And uh, he likes two, two, two plays in the Jet game. He likes under 
boil 31 and a half attempts, and he likes over um, over rushing yards. I forgot what it was. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Was it 52 and a half or 58 and a half? No, 50, right? I 52 and a half. That's right. So, 52 uh, and a half for Brees Hall and under 31 and a half attempts for Tim Boyle. So, look, if it's a running game for the Jets, uh, those two plays can work uh, together hand in hand. So, we'll see how he does as he uh, gave out his first prop plays of the year. Needless to say, if those plays fail, we will not be mentioning him again. <laughs> All right. Good luck, everybody. Was uh, Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Enjoy the college football tonight, Georgia, Alabama. So uh, we'll see you all. Be good.